The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing State of Search Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the State of Search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley, and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Welcome to another episode of State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Um, last week, Roy did the show uh, together with uh, a good friend of, of, of ours he had never seen before, right, Roy? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, <laughs> I never spoke before, actually. But uh, With Neil Walker, who was a, who was a great guy. Uh, I, I met him before, and it was a great show. I wasn't there at the time, but uh, we are uh, with the two of us now again, uh, so you'll have to do with me instead of Neil, uh, which I know is bad, but yeah, you'll, you, you'll just have to do with that. So, uh, anyway, uh, lots of stuff to talk about. Um, how's things uh, over there, Roy? Oh, it's getting pretty heated up in here, I guess. It's, it's, it's beautiful weather right now, so... Yes, summer has finally come. That's at last. At last, indeed. I actually was I was in Barcelona two weeks ago, and that was that was stunning. Uh, that was like, ah, oh, finally, I'm in summer. I'm in AFU. Yes, I, I went oh. to uh, AFU Expo. Uh, I spoke there, uh, which they had a uh, the AFU Expo usually um, has a London version and a European version. European version has been in Amsterdam and it's been in Munich for the past two years, and this year they'll they, they moved to uh, uh, to Barcelona. Uh, which of course is great fun because uh, we had a networking party at the beach. That was that was fantastic. <laughs> okay, was a bit warm though. Can imagine. <laughs> was there any interesting content you'd like to share with us? Uh, well, um, I saw a great talk by Martin McDonald who uh, di- talked uh, about a topic which was close to the one I, I talked about, um, more about, um, well, it, the, the term inbound marketing uh, was, oh there, was there again, <laughs> which which uh, which is interesting because well, what he's talking about is more like, uh, okay, uh, SEO is changing. If you're an affiliate, you have to be aware that uh, it's not just about getting links anymore and you need to actually work for your content. Uh, which is like the proper white hat thing to say, and which which is true. Uh, it's it's something that affiliates need to do. But the problem with affiliate conferences always is that affiliates, if if you tell them just work on your content, they look at you like, yeah, right, really. Yeah, but sorry, but I mean, that's the whole part of going to a conference, and I think that's one of my biggest issues with a lot of speakers and conferences. I mean, work on your content, yes, sure. 
I mean, everybody knows that you should work on your content, but what the hell you should work upon? How could yeah. you do it? I mean, it's it's too fake to actually do something with it. It's too big of a con container uh, um, remark just just to actually go ahead with it. But then none of them is going into what can you actually do as an affiliate. Although yeah, otherwise you have to go to a to a case. And if you go to a case, there's always the possibility that you're going to end up with, well, 90% uh, advertorial stuff. Yeah, true. So I yeah, think that's, that's something conferences should be aware about because a lot of the internet, of the content of a conference, you can actually find already online. So, hmm, I don't know. Yeah, that's well. That's the thing with the, with conferences in general, of course. But um, I'm, I must say that um, what Martin did in his talk was 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 nice because um, well, he, he's now with Expedia, uh, so he could give us some examples from that. Um, but he also he really looked at okay, so um, uh, what, what he took is like questions that affiliates usually ask him, and then answer that. So questions like how much of my copied content, my scraped content, can I still use? Um, uh, and, and then he explains that uh, you can probably still use it, but um, I think I mentioned something like uh, uh, 1 to 10% of that is probably actually useful. You need to look at it all. So what you need to do is first get your get, 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 uh, get a list of all the content you have and then start uh, um, uh, deleting what's What's not important or what's what's low quality content, and then then you might just leave about ten percent of the pages you have now, but that will be uh, better content. So he actually did give some solid advice on on okay, uh, you need to do the right thing with your content. You have a specific amount of content. What do you do with it? So that was good. Uh, yeah, but I think I think there is a bigger issue lying underneath this because I, you can tell really specific what people should do. But then it doesn't work anymore. That's the first thing. And if you go to a conference, you should get, get you should get inspired and not um, get a full blown consultancy plan yeah. from the speakers. Yeah, and th there is a big difference, I think. No, absolutely, yes. Uh, well, that's the different types of talks there are, of course. Uh, if you if you look at a talk that I did, uh, my talk is, is 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 as as ever. It's just about um, uh, getting people to think in a specific direction. So I was giving examples of of offline marketing and how you can uh, uh, how people are influenced uh, offline and and taking that online. Uh, so, so how can you use that online? I, and for example, I took uh, um, one of the examples I gave. Um, you're familiar with the uh, the panini stickers, right? Mm -hmm. Which is uh, uh, something that uh, uh, one of the big stores in Holland uh, has been doing for a while now. Actually, each year they give away uh, like like ten stickers, I think, or five even uh, for fifteen euros worth of groceries. So you get free stickers, which is something that every parent is doing uh, is going to that store because their kids want that. Mm -hmm. Now there's this store in Holland who. Uh, uh, or in, in, at least in the west of Holland uh, who uh, decided to do the same thing but instead of using the Panini stickers and instead of using stickers from uh, the national teams like at Euro 2012 or, or like the, uh, 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 the, the the club teams like, like the professional players they decided to send a photographer to the local football team so our local football team and take pictures of every player um, uh, on, on that club so I was at the football team one day, uh, the club one day, for my son to watching my son play, 
and he actually uh, uh, halfway through the the games, he's still in the minor leagues, uh, sort of sort of really small boys, so they play like four or five small matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to go inside, and they took pictures of him. And when he came back, I was like, well, "What did you do?" Well, we, they took pictures of us, and I was like, like, "Why?" And then we were informed that it was for the local grocery store, and that you could go to that store and then collect the stickers. Um, uh, the, the Panini type stickers uh, of all the players from the uh, local football team, uh, which means that my son was on one of those stickers. Now you can imagine that uh, I want to go. <laughs> I, d- I, I never did go to that store before, but um, w- when they did that, that stickers with my son on it, he kind of forced me <laughs> to, go <laughs> to go to that store because that's where uh, he could get stickers. So I spent, I think, about maybe two, three hundred euros worth of groceries in that store just to get the sticker of my son and his friends, uh, which is which is a very smart way of marketing because it's it's playing into the vulnerability of of people and 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 for example their kids uh, and and people around them. And uh, what I showed is that, for example, Google is doing similar things, not not exactly like this, but uh, one of the things you're seeing in the Google search results now is the fact that you get recommendations from other people, uh, people you know, so you see pictures of those who are there, and they're not Panini stickers, but <laughs> uh, it does give you some sort of trust on, on whether or not you, you should click a specific link. So if somebody's there who who you trust, then you can actually um, you will actually click on that link. Um, so what I, so what my talk was about was about showing how people are influenced uh, both offline and off- online, and how that uh, translates into search. And um, what I usually get back from talks like this is that people say, "Well, you're giving us a different direction of thinking," and that's that's coming back to your point. Is what I think that um, at a conference you, there's there's two types of talks. There's one who gives you a way of thinking, and there's two who gives you tips. And and uh, the, these tips should be there should be at least like three or four in, in a session, which you can take home and then actually use. Mm-hmm. I agree. Actually, this is this is one of the blog posts I wrote last week on my blog. And yes, I wrote a blog post. <laughs> oh, oh boy. my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is the big news of today, I guess. <laughs> no, but I, that's one of the things. Um, it was based upon somebody who said that AdWords was the was for lame, or no, not, not lame. Lame is not the right word. Lazy uh, online marketeers. Yeah. And I and I I actually agreed with that for. a Part. Because what happens if you? It, it's it's a really safe way of spending your money. It's never taking a risk. It's it's not building a brand. It's not building anything solid. It's just spending money to get well the results you're looking for. And there's nothing wrong with getting the results you're looking for. But in the end, um, the people who are working on their brand are gonna overtake you. Are gonna beat you in in that game because uh, there's more value in creating a brand than in spending money at Google hmm. for customers, of course. And yes, it should be in there. It should be in your... Um, Marketing mix. Yeah, it should be in your mix, but you cannot relate only to, uh, well, AdWords or PP, PPC or general affiliate stuff. It's just not the, the right way to do the marketing. It's just one of the spots in your mix. And that's one of the articles that I, I took in about. And a lot of people were commenting on the original article about 
Uh, no, it's not true. It's really value for money if you spend it on AdWords. And I, and I seriously think if you spend more, if you spl- spend 50 on AdWords, 50 on, on creating a, a, a good product with a good brand, with a, a decent proposition, uh, I actually think that you, I mean, I know for sure that if you do that right, uh, your CPC price is going to drop a lot. Yep. Because, well, you get more brand searches, your CPC is going to drop on the brand search, you're going to get a cheaper end result. But it takes time and it takes guts to do that. And I think Excel, Microsoft Excel, is, is the real, is, is the devil for guts, I think. <laughs> the devil? No, it, it just kills creativity at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you I think you have a point there actually. <laughs> but the question of course is the people who do that kind of stuff are they creative in the first place? Well, maybe not. Um, <laughs> that's the problem with a lot of affiliates. They're not creative. They can do a trick or they're smart with one tool or one channel or one one other thing. And that's why I mean a lot of affiliates are not real. There are a lot of there. No, I have to say it differently. There's a lot of good affiliates that are really entrepreneurial, but there's a lot of them that are as as lazy as the AdWords guys, just spending money to get more money, and it's okay. But now um, the world is drying up, and now they're well, it's it's getting hotter in in the, in the pot they're in, I guess. Yeah. And they don't know how to get out of it. And I think that's that's just the way they always done business. And that, that's really hard for them to change. Yeah. Well, they, 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 they knew how to do the math, and now they don't. Sorry, D? They knew how to do the math. Yeah, that's, that's the, the way they earned their money, and that's the way that they are earning it today. And the margins are getting thinner and thinner every day. Yeah. And the risk even higher, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so stick with us and listen to the commercials, and we'll be right back. So, Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. 
Gain a competitive advantage today with SearchMetrics.com. That's SearchMetrics.com. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. WebmasterRadio.fm. Clothing is optional. WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. And we are back after the break on webmasterradio.fm I'd like, a, I'd like to ask you a question which one of the affiliates asked me after my talk um, I said one of my, to- my talk was about uh, how people are influenced online and offline uh, so that means you need influencers and if you look at Google for example Google Plus uh, there's Google Profiles uh, there's the connection with local uh, uh, so um, being on Google Plus is becoming a lot more important, or at least Google Plus will show uh, your network. Um, so this affiliate comes up to me with the question saying, okay, so what we need is to be as visible as possible within the search results based on the network. Um, that doesn't have to be their own network. Let me get, get that right out of the uh, way. Uh, but his question was, do you think that if we create like 10,000 fake Google Plus accounts, Will that work? Yeah, that's the question you hear after every social speak where SEOs and affiliates collide. Always. Always. How can you fake the identity of 10,000 people at once? Mm. You cannot. You seriously, you cannot fake that. No. You can do a lot of stuff, but you see it on Twitter. I mean, all the stupid automated bots, and there are shitloads of them. They're there, and they're kicked out within 30 minutes. Sure, you can make two dollars in 30 minutes and sure you can play the big number game but don't come to a conference to get something else because if, if you think like that optimize like that and don't try to be white if you're really black at art for things because well you probably make more money by being really really black at black at art yeah. be smarter than Google not go with it and try to outsmart Google if possible if you're actually not smarter than Google don't that's not the way to work it I no, think no, absolutely. That was that was my answer as well. It's like, well, the other thing was like, you think it's actually possible? As, and I said, well, no. Uh, the problem is, uh, so asking the return question, saying, okay, so how do these profiles connect to each other? Do they do they connect to one person and then do they connect to more or not? And he was like, yeah, well, they connect to uh, me, for example, and then they have uh, and then they connect to uh, all the people we uh, we we target them to. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's too simple. <laughs> uh, that, that's not even too simple. That's just plain stupid because everybody's connected to you will be you will be the center pin of your network, which doesn't make you a network. It makes you a star. That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but the same thing always. Like, uh, okay, so do these people like like do these bots have a connection to other bots? Do they, uh, or is it just they have a network? Uh, or, or they are following, so to speak. Uh, no, they were just following. I was like, no, it, it's not even. It's it's like comparing it to an unnatural link graph. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you want to do this, I mean, if you're gonna run something like this, you you divide the bots in topics, you feed them with um, uh, small pieces of content, and you let them reply on each other, just in a natural way, with pictures, with images. Fake, fake as much. If you're going to run this thing, fake it as much as you can. Try and make it look natural. 
and let them be more interesting than others. Let them follow other people uh, outside your network. Be sure to um, post content and um, have have uh, an, an, a picture, a visual about who's related to what and which ones you can uh, let push the same content out to different kinds of groups of people to get more reactions, more value in your network. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not even that hard. It's just a shitload of work. And I know there's, well, we've had one in the show, I think. There's people that actually have really smart bots. Yeah. If you're willing to spend time on building a really smart bot, it's okay. And if you have one smart bot, you can have... 20 smart bots and if you have 20 smart bots you're already creating a network yep. and if you're creating uh, 20 of those networks and you let them into collide one way or another then you're building a powerful network true totally and true. that's the only way to work but that's the way you have to think at it and I'm, I'm not even a spammer and I know how to do this because <laughs> well, my guess is in this way I'm smart I hope so <laughs> or at least I, I look at the things the way Google looks at things at least I think I do you try and that's yeah, that's yeah. yeah, indeed, and because I well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's what's Google's purpose, what's what what's their end goal, yeah. and that's what a lot of people aren't looking. They're looking to solve this problem, put a patch on it, and it and it will work again. Exactly. Well, at the end, you get twenty patches on once, and it will come off, yeah. and it, the hole will be bigger, it will explode, it will it will be you know, shit. You know, just before we we have to go to a break, but just before that, the the an analogy on that. Is that I I once knew a boy when I was a when I was about 16 years old, and that boy had a bicycle and he had a flat tire, and every time he, the flat the tire went flat, he he taped it with actual duct tape, no not duct tape actually it's like like tape you know it's like yeah. the ones you use to put pieces of paper together, and he he could hold that up for. I don't know, four or five times, and then it was just over. And that's about the same. Uh, we need to go to uh, uh, to a break, and uh, we'll be right back to talk some different topics. So stay with us. Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? And we are back from the break. We actually saw Roy walk away this time from the break, which is uh, something new. We've never done that before. Uh, Sorry. You, you know what, Roy? Um, um, I just got an email. Actually, during the break. I literally got an email during the break. You know what? Uh, my new Mac MacBook Air is going to be here uh, somewhere next week. <laughs> I ordered a new MacBook Air. And you know what happened? Well... I originally, I ordered a new MacBook. Mac, 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 Mac. I've read that story. <laughs> no, read not, that story. <laughs> not your story, but I read that story. I heard it from a lot of people, actually. People who bought a new MacBook and said, it's too heavy. I just want, I want something more looking at my tablet or my MacBook Air. Well, that's not the reason I'm taking a MacBook Air now. Well, it, it, is, it is in second hand, but the first, uh, first what happened is that um, I started look. I made a mistake at first because I looked at, uh, at the MacBook Pros and the MacBook Airs, and I thought somehow that the MacBook Pros would be thinner. I thought that they would be more closer to the MacBook Air, but I looked wrongly because, in fact, it was the uh, MacBook Air who's got more power to it uh, than, than the one before. Um, but, uh, so I ordered a MacBook Pro. And it got delivered to my house, and uh, I started. Uh, I transferred everything from uh, my current MacBook to uh, the new MacBook, which actually has this great tool that Apple has for that. Um, but um, uh, so, so I transferred that, and then from that point on, 
the new MacBook just froze all the time. And, and, and not just freezing like, okay, one application freezes, it, the entire thing just didn't work anymore. And not just like one time or two times, not like every freaking 10 minutes. So I was like, what the hell is this? So I tried to throw away some of the uh, um, some of the some of the apps I had on there. Didn't work. I call Apple. Uh, they run me through uh, a few updates I'd, I I made. Uh, didn't work. And uh, then I started using. Uh, I started figuring out. Okay, when does this actually happen? And most of the times it happened when I was downloading stuff. For, uh, downloading for for example the updates. And it turns out that it was actually Google Chrome who is uh, 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 where the issue came up the most. It didn't. It wasn't just Google Chrome, to be honest. It was also in some other uh, places. But the most it happened when Google Chrome was there. So I decided, okay, take out Google Chrome, reinstall Google Chrome. Didn't work either. And then today I read this post saying, uh, okay, um, uh, Google has acknowledged that there is an issue with Google Chrome in the new MacBook, that it actually freezes the entire uh, um, uh, MacBooks. So that's kind of big news, right? I mean, Google's not compatible with the MacBook anymore. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that was surprising, yes. <laughs> I was like, wow. wait a minute, Google, what the hell's going on here? Uh, does Google actually have a, 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 an issue with Chrome there? Because Chrome, Chrome is one of the... Well, it's it's the biggest. I think it's the biggest browser now. Is it bigger than Internet Explorer? I'm not. I'm not on the numbers. I use it. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people use it actually, and and uh, uh, it's growing, and 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 even more and more people are using it, and and the fact that it just doesn't work with with a MacBook. That's wow. So they have a they they have a workaround. Um, uh, I think that Google is working on it, and. Um, um, they actually uh, found the uh, uh, probably found the reason why, but they it's something to do with graphic stuff. Uh, but but one other thing that Google actually said is that uh, they've identified um, what they call a leak of graphics resources in the Chrome browser uh, related to some plugins on a, on a Mac OS, and um, they say okay they're, they're they're fixing it, but they're they're also putting. Uh, uh, Apple to the spot, saying, "Well, uh, it's not just Chrome; uh, it's also the MacBook, which is some some other issues. So it's also a hardware issue." Uh, but they have a have a workaround, which is you need to download uh, an update for some of the graphic stuff, and then it will and then and, and then it will probably work. Still, it was kind of surprising for me that Google actually uh, Google and, and Apple were not 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 working together. It didn't work. Oh well. Google's actually supporting Samsung and first iPhone cases, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I know they're they're not, they're fighting each other, but it's like it, it, two of these products which are, are are top of the line on on both areas, so top of the line browser, top of the line uh, computer, don't work together. That was like yeah, but I think I, th- I do think I mean it's it's big, but I think it it is actually it is a bug, you know, it's oh, not yes, something. I mean, I, I do I do see Google do a lot of evil things in my mind, but this is not one of them. This is like, no. Oh no no no! I don't think it's on purpose. No, that would be something. <laughs> that would be something. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We're be, gonna screw that. up the new MacBook. Point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but in general, I mean, uh, no, sure. This is this is not. Um, of course, this is not. Uh, this is not on purpose, but. It is big. I mean, it's something like that, and it f- it freezes your MacBook, which is like 
the worst thing that can actually happen, happen to you. And it, ne- it never happens. That, no, that's the thing that's with MacBook. The it whole never problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then if you, if you have it every 10 minutes, you're like, what the hell? So, um, well, I returned the MacBook based on that, and uh, they, they gave me a refund, and then now we're at the MacBook Air. Ah, uh, you're going to be so much happier with the Air. I think so, yes. I mean, you're, you're traveling so much. Yeah. It, it cannot be that you're... I mean, you have to be happy. You've got a 13-inch, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's going to be an awesome machine, I think. Uh, and they're really fast now. Yeah. And I, I was, I, I was looking at it, and I was clicking about a bit on the Apple side, and I was like, hmm, I really actually want this, and I want a new 27-inch iMac, and I want the MacBook Air to go aside with that. So I can actually use my MacBook Air while traveling because now I have this setup which my MacBook Pro standing on my desk and it's standing there until I go to a customer and then it's afterwards going to be put back there so that's not really 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 helpful it's not really um, the way I want to use it I want to use it in front of the TV as well for instance um, but because it's it's also my main machine kind of thing I'm not doing that so I was looking at oh what, what if I do that but uh, it was still kind of pricey I click around, it's going to be like... Blah. It is pricey, yes, because I, I I added some stuff to it, like a little bit more extras. And, yeah, and, those yeah. Ex- those extras are really really the pricey yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it, but it's pricey. I think it's, I'm, I'm almost up to... I, I think it's almost 2K I'm paying now. Which yeah, is, yeah, uh, that's, that's, that's the default. I mean, my iMac, it doesn't matter when I want to buy it, it, it always is 3K, always. Yeah. And, I, and I still don't have the second screen with it done. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah. Still one screen though. It, I would, uh, it's a big screen, but then again, screen. I'm gonna hope for a 27-inch iMac Retina. Wow. Well, that's. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know how much pixels can you can fit on that bitch, but it's gonna be an awesome big ass machine. Yeah. I, I actually don't even think that they are they're capable of making that because of the, the bandwidth problems you're gonna get. I think in the end they will. I think people didn't believe we could have big screen TVs. No, no, no. Uh, if you uh, if you have the Retina. Uh, on a MacBook Pro, and if you use the Thunder port, uh, Thunder, Thunder Cloud, Thunder thing, whatever, Thunderbolt, that was it. If you use the Thunderbolt for it, it does not have enough bandwidth to actually um, blow graphics over it full screen continuously. It's it's just not enough. It's like wow, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's like shit load of pixels, <laughs> but it's really a lot. But uh, to be honest, like like for the average user, like like uh, you do design stuff, you 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 actually work on on design, so I can imagine that pixels for you are important. But for people like me, why should I even care about the red on a screen? It, it's oh, it's that's very easy. It, just compare them. It looks no, but I know it looks nicer. It's just yeah, but that's the whole. This whole. I mean, if you look at it and you care about it, you're gonna buy it. If you see the difference, if you see the the crispiness of text, (laughs) yeah, but that's that's the whole trick they do. I mean, and and they're right. It's rightful because it is better. You you actually see that it's better. So, well, why not make it better then? Right? I mean, it's not that difficult to do. No. No, it's so. true, but it's just that. Well, I, I looked at the red on the screen. I didn't look at the screen itself because I didn't go to the shop. I bought it online. But um, and I was like, yeah, no, that's that's a hell of a lot more money. Yeah, it's an expensive basis. Yeah, <laughs> and I came to, to configuration that one, and it was still 3K. And I was like, Cow, damn. I believe Danny Sullivan bought it, and he's he's running Windows on it. <laughs> so. Well, it looks much nicer than before, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, the new Windows does look pretty nice as well, actually. So, Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? 
State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Join the thousands of search and social media marketers at one of the largest events of the year, SES San Francisco 2012, August 13th through the 17th. Learn more at sesconference.com. SES San Francisco 2012 kicks off three days of sessions with a keynote presentation by Google digital marketing evangelist Avinash Kaushik speaking about business optimization in a digital age. Check out daily Meet the Expert roundtables where you can take part in intimate and informative discussions with industry icons. Add over 70 sessions, a crowded expo floor, on-site training at the ClickZ Academy, the big search engine watch eliminator, Goodbye. and webmasterradio.fm search bash, and you'll have SES San Francisco 2012, August 13th through the 17th. Register for SES San Francisco 2012 today by clicking on the banner ads from the webmasterradio.fm website or go now to SESConference.com. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sword with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. WebmasterRadio.fm. Get addicted. Get ahead. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. And we are back for already the final part of this show. You know something else with the Chrome browser, actually, which something which I uh, found out this morning um, is, and and I think it's uh, either it's almost fixed or, or at least there is a workaround. Is that um, I don't know if you had the issue, but if you, you one of the things which makes browsers important these days is the fact that you can, or this important for search engines, is that you can search straight from the URL bar. So instead of typing in uh, first google.com and then and then and then do your search, you can do your search directly from the URL bar. Um, somehow it gave back blank results, so you uh, didn't get any results. You just got a blank page. Uh, and that's been for a lot of people in the last few days. Uh, it's been the case for a lot of people, which is also, again, weird, because it's something that Google 
uh, well, it's one of the core businesses of Google, actually. Uh, so the fact that Chrome is not working properly there. Also, again, there's a workaround for that. You need to set up a uh, another search engine like Google 2 and then um, make sure that that works uh, and then wait until Google fixes the issue. Um, which they're working on right now. I actually got a message from uh, uh, somebody from Google saying uh, uh, we're working on it. Uh, John Mueller said we're working on it and sorry for the confusion there. <laughs> so they actually, Google apologized for that one. <laughs> well, it couldn't be that hard, I guess. I mean, no, it's still, it's, it's just, I, I don't know, it's, it amazes me because Google Chrome has become really important for Google because it's, it collects so much data. So uh, uh, Google uh, needs Chrome to collect data from the users, and uh, that's uh, uh, so it's important for them to, to have it working properly. And, and two of those issues within a week. Well, actually, if it doesn't work, um, it's very easy. I'll switch to another browser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Which which works? And if if it's actually fast, like for instance Safari, oh well. I can stick with that browser anyway. It's no problem. It's always a dangerous issue. And I read an article on The Verge about that this week. The biggest fear of, of Apple is actually that Google is making better apps than what Apple is doing at the moment because a lot of people are already into Google and, and the user experience is going to be better um, on, uh, on, on, on Google apps than on original iPhone apps. That people are going to stick with it, and then it's going to make this the transition to uh, Android very smooth and easy. Because and I think that's step. yeah, and I think that's a big strategy step for because I, I I never noticed that they had a really good Gmail app on the iPad and iPhone. I don't know if it's it's a new one. I never noticed it, but it's really smooth and it's working really really well. Okay. And they got the Google Drive on it right now. Yeah. They got the Google Chrome actually on it, yes, and it's 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 a way better experience than the original Safari one. I have to tell you, yeah, it's it's, one it's better. Browsers, one of the better browsers also on the Android phone, the Google Chrome. I, yeah, I, but I, I, yeah, I still like the Dolphin browser a little bit better, but still. I, I don't even browse on my Google phone because I hate the freaking thing. <laughs> it just does not work, and it always complains about I don't have enough Windows for you, and I, like, nah, whatever. I don't like that one. <laughs> Let's keep it at that. Okay. But, I mean, oh, the, you my, mean a regular browser on? on yeah, the regular yeah, okay, Android yeah, yeah. ice cream. I'm not, I'm not using that one. No. Oh, that's that's like really a pain in the ass. It, it no, just I, I, does I not work. I downloaded the Dolphin browser, which is great. Okay, well, I don't know that one, but maybe uh, I have to, have to look that one up. And it, the, the new Google Analytics app is, is awesome as well. Yeah, Google, exactly. Yeah, Google Plus looks awesome on, on the iPhone. Well, that's, like, that's yeah, that's, that's actually nice. it was there. On the iPhone before it was on Android, which is like, well, just let me bend over and stick something big up my ass just because <laughs> I can. I mean, that's like the hor most horrible thing you can actually do. Go release stuff on a competitive platform before you release it on your own. That's like the biggest fuck you to your customers you can actually give, right? At least in my opinion. It felt like you would that. say so, yeah, but I think what you just said before is, is, is quite interesting because it might just get people to think about um, uh, switching to Android. Why? If it's, if it's there on the iPhone before it's on Android, it might be switching back to the iPhone again, I guess, not the other way around. Yeah. 
the other way around. Is, uh, and, and the strategy is if we have a beautiful apps on the iPhone and we're all completely have them locked in with all their accounts and all their stuff and make it a really smooth transition to go from the iPhone to an Android, that's going to be a smart move. And actually, I think it's a really, really smart move. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, so. that, that's what I meant. Yeah. And that was the biggest threat. I'll look that article up for you, and so you can put that in the show notes because I, it, that was a smart article. And I liked it. I think it was on the verge, but I'm not sure. Okay. Well, let's do that. Well, you look it up, and we're going to a, a final break already. So think for time flying. So stay with us, and we'll be right back. So Brasco, can you take us to commercials? And we are back for already the final part of the uh, State of Search radio show this week. Um, we've talked about a lot of topics already, mostly Google, actually. Uh, but uh, Google in combination with Chrome and uh, Google in combination with Google Plus. And, uh, and we just mentioned the, uh, uh, the Google Analytics, uh, well, the, actually the Google Mobile uh, entirely. They, they really, really pimped pimped their mobile efforts in the last few uh, weeks. Um, and, and you've been using the Google uh, Analytics apps uh, on your phone as well? Yeah, I, I use it on my Android, but then again, it has this hideous thing that, you, that it only works with your already authorized account, yeah. which is smart, but not the account I have my analytics on. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and well, I do. I so really don't yeah. want to use another account of that because that fucked shit up tremendously the last time I did that. So yeah. it's not going to happen that I'm going to try that one out just to see my analytics. Yeah. So that's a bit of an issue. It's a, sm- I, it's a smart one, though, because if you open it up, you, you, have, yeah. your, you have your dashboard. It's you can, easy. You, you can control your dashboard, and, and it's just one, one flip with the finger, and, you, and you're on, on real-time search as well. Yeah. So you can actually see how many people are on the site at the moment, which, which of course, is something you always want. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a really cool app, and, and it's, it's the best way to integrate it, but it didn't work for me. This time, sorry, <laughs> it's not their fault. This one is. This, I'll take this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, no problem with that. <laughs> okay, um, let's see. What, what else have we got? Well, we have um, uh, the. Uh, well, there's something which I noticed uh, last week actually. Um, uh, Google has, uh, or had, I should say, has this option where um, if you go to google.com, I think slash s two slash social or something, you could see your social graph. Which means uh, who's connected to who, uh, to you, and uh, how are they connected to other entities and other people? Uh, that's gone, and Google didn't say anything. They didn't uh, release anything uh, about it. It's just gone, which which is actually kind of weird. Uh, because why would Google do that? Um, have you ever looked at that data? Well, sometimes when you talked about it. <laughs> yeah. well, it was, does, does that count? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you've looked at it. <laughs> I'm not talking about, but but it, it, I, I looked at it and it was a lot of information. It was cool stuff in there. Problem was uh, no interface. Exactly. Yes. No. It, there, there was there was tons of information in there, and you could download it actually in a CSV. So you could. One of the reasons I used it for is to uh, uh, to figure out on on which level certain people uh, were existing when it comes to connections so who, who's influential and who's not you can't see everything because it's it's connected to you so if you're not connected to a specific person then uh, you won't see da- much data of them uh, but um, uh, there, there was still some valuable information there it's it's it was connected to even people you didn't 
directly know. It could be that you knew them through a Google Plus, like for example, you were connected to me, I'm connected to somebody else, which meant that you could also see the data from that person. Um, and that meant data like in, okay, where do they post, how much do they post. If you would, um, I, I, I said that in presentations before, if, if you looked at Danny Sullivan's uh, connection stuff and how much he's putting on online and that was all there, that's how Google tested infinitive scrolling, I think, because it just went on and on and on. Um, and that was a, um, uh, but it was valuable data. But it, they just took it out out of nothing, and I, I started looking for maybe it, it, it's somewhere else. And you do get some information on your Google Plus connections. So if you go to your Gmail and contacts now, you will see that there's more. Uh, information on your contacts than uh, there was before. So even people, they, they've loaded people who are um, uh, in your uh, Google Plus connections into your contacts in Gmail, um, so that you you, you connect them uh, connect them all. Uh, so yeah, that's something else again. It's it's horrible. But yeah. It is <laughs> absolutely. I totally agree. It's like it's it's again the interface is, is really hard to work with, uh, but it's that's uh, nicely put. No, it's hard to work with. Yeah, <laughs> it actually implies that you could do something with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know me. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, I have to comment on that in a positive way. It's, yeah, it's, it's well chosen words. Yeah. Well, you can you can actually do something with it. You can you can find duplicates. You can you can sort them. You can import them, export them. You can you can. Uh, have you have you? Oh. You can play a little with it. But let me let me try let me try this. Have you ever tried to look at your contact list on your Android phone, which has all these freaking duplicates and it's not able to figure out which which ones are connected because it connected all the social networks names with your address book, but yeah. did not did not merge it. Or in any decent way, they start. They start off unmerged. That's true, and, and, oh, and then you have to do it yourself. And, and yeah, I, like I'm gonna do that with eleven hundred people. Well, the thing is, I, oh I, kind of, I kind of had it in control before, so I could. Um, uh, for me, it was like, okay, one of these things which I, I did really well in, within the context in Gmail is, is get them in order, so merge them quite quickly. So every time somebody. I, I, I've got those in order. The problem is that it just doesn't get that the same guy on Facebook is the same guy on my freaking phone, and he does also have a Twitter that's, account. That's not Google. That's Samsung. That they shouldn't do that. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Google. It's my Google phone that does that. No, it's Samsung. It's your Samsung. No, phone it's that is. no, no. I think it's Google, and it doesn't matter what <laughs> Google thinks it is. Google says it's Samsung. No, I say it's the freaking Google thing that it does it, and it doesn't matter if. Because I'm the customer, I'm right in this one, and it's my opinion, and I'm going to ventilate this as this being Google's fault. <laughs> now, but that's, and I'm going to be the hard guy now, but this is what happens when my mom sees this, you know? Yeah, yeah no, I know. It's, it's a- not, you, it doesn't matter what you think of it. It it matters what the customer think of thinks of it, and in, in well, the end, it's Google's issue. Yes, and it's yeah. ju- just like when when a Chrome browser fails on the MacBook, then it's Apple's issue. Yes, <laughs> completely right. Yeah. It's a stupid MacBook. <laughs> yeah, then it's a stupid MacBook, and you return it. Yeah, and you, get you returned the MacBook. Yeah, I didn't return for a fault. <laughs> <Google paid. laughs> it's like mm, Steve would roll over his grave if he noticed that. That's, I never thought of it that way. Actually, it's like, oh dear, <laughs> I, re- I returned the MacBook because I'm, uh, that that'll be an interesting post to write. Actually, <laughs> so Google screws up. Uh, uh, how Google is screwing Apple? Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Yeah. But they, they took the data out, so that's uh, uh, that's one thing. And uh, the funny thing, though, is that um, I, of course people immediately were like, "Okay, this is something to do with privacy issues," uh, because they, they 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 got slapped on the wrist or anything or something like that by by some authority stuff, and then they just pulled it out. And if they would mention, they would stop it. Um, it, it actually was quite hard to find in the first place. It wasn't like publicly known as if you could go to your Google profile and then say, "Okay, click on contacts," and then you'll see all the connections you have. Um, so, so maybe that's the, why they figured, "Well, let, let's not wake up anybody who's uh, who's still asleep, and uh, uh, we'll just take it off." Um, the funny thing is, have you ever gone to Google Analytics and then gone to your social uh, statistics? No. That that's quite interesting to do because if you do that, you can actually see. Um, uh, well, well, you know that Google's got uh, in in analytics they have the the, the non-provided stuff, so you don't see because of the privacy stuff. You don't see all the searches people do. Mm-hmm. You can see which people share your content, which people talk about your content, comment on other Google Plus posts where people are talking about your content with name, with picture, with Google Plus profile in your Google Analytics. Talk about privacy there. I can go to my Google Analytics, go to my social uh, social part of it, and then just look up everybody who's there. So now you actually see that I don't share shit from you. Yes. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. no, if, if if you combine that too, if you combine that with, for example, ripples, Google ripples, uh, uh, you can get so much information on how your stuff is socially shared around um, Google. That's oh, it's scary. So all the privacy stuff with the with the non uh, not provided stuff that they make up for that in in that. It's just that nobody notices. Yeah, it's yeah. Well. I mean, I'm still with cookie law in mind. I mean, pictures in analytics. Yeah, eh. <laughs> exactly. Eh. <laughs> it's pictures of actual people there. And you, yeah, as, you, as you might know, with your that, Google Plus account, you're obliged to actually do a regular picture, so of a face. You call yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Picture like, I don't know. Let's uh, just say it's really uh, valuable for advertisers. <laughs> it is, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, 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 Speaking of which, um, uh, speaking of social sharing, by the way, I just wanted to get this in uh, before the end of the show. Um, there's this new tool out. I'm going to do a review on it on uh, on uh, set of search as well. It's called Social Crawlytics, which is a um, uh, a tool made by Yusuf as um, Yusuf Sekander. It's a difficult name to pronounce. Uh, I I send on uh, Twitter, and he's actually giving that tool away for free if you log in with your Twitter account. It's um, never free. Uh, Don't say that. Well, he's, he's not char- okay. Let, he's not charging. He's not charging money for it. Uh, uh, but but uh, um, so uh, if, if you log in, you can log in with your Twitter account, and then you've got like a, a number of credits you can get, and and with the number of credits you can check out how your site is crawling. So um, he gave uh, me and a few others uh, um, like a, a better an entry to the site. And we immediately started doing sites like bbc.com uh, or .co.uk's <laughs> stuff like that. He said, you want to test it? Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll test it, all right. But it's quite interesting, actually, because it, 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 what it does is it, it figures out, okay, how is your uh, each page on your site, how is that shared across all sorts of different social networks? 
yeah, that, that sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right now, and it's an ease, I have to say. So I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. How, is, does it take long? Because I don't have a big, really big well, site, you know? On a, on a site like BBC.co.uk, it takes a while. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> but I, I don't have a BBC kind of big-ass site, you know? So no, no, is it, is I, it a bit I, fast? I, or? I, I, it was, uh, when I tried it, it was... Was I, I took a few hours, but he's improved it uh, um, uh, this week, so it should be faster. I'm, I don't know how how, far, how fast it is. The things you get back though are, are quite interesting. You get um, uh, back how many for for each page. Remember that. So you get like like, like an Excel sheet uh, for each page with uh, number of Facebook shares, number of tweets, number of digs, number of LinkedIn delicious shares, number of stumbles, uh, Google+, Pinterest, everything. And then you can actually uh, uh, see, okay, so which page is getting shared the most, uh, what kind of page, what kind of uh, uh, content's on there. So you can really make an analysis of that. And, and because you can do other sites than your own, you can just do a competitive uh, an analysis on, on your competitors, seeing, okay, what kind of pages are socially... Uh, uh, working so what, what kind of content do I need so if talking about what we talked about in the start of the show with uh, yeah, that's, that's Mark awesome. McDonald, you can you can really figure out as an affiliate for example okay what kind of content do I need what kind of content do people share it's actually pretty fast I can tell you right now okay well that's great so that's that's really cool and uh, I, I urge people to look at it and it, and it looks awesome as well yeah looks a bit more pressy <laughs> no, it, no, it's, it's not, not WordPress. No, it's, uh, I, it's um, I, I actually know it. It's, it, it's a it's a stock backend, but it looks good. Okay. I know a tool has the same stuff in there. Okay. And you can you can export it to uh, Excel and uh, play with it. So that's great stuff. So people should check it. Weird, weird enough, I got most most shared on Twitter. That's I'm surprised. Tell them, of course not. What I'm do surprised about is that I got shared on LinkedIn a lot. Mm. That's getting more and more. Actually, I'm I'm quite interested to see if you if you would do this again, like in two two three weeks, with now Twitter not being in LinkedIn again anymore because that yeah. that was connected to each other. Uh, now I'm actually going to look at LinkedIn sometimes because there's not all the stupid same yeah, duplicate exactly, stuff that's in there. So your, your number best of thing shares, that could ever happen. Your number of shares will go down probably because Twitter is not there. Ah, uh, okay. Oh. So um, we're at the end of the show. Uh, We've uh, we've talked through a lot of time, a lot of quickly already. Um, I, can I can I just ask for a couple of Google Plus things? If you go to chapter42.com, just click on the plus if you like me, because I don't have too many of those. Okay. <laughs> so yes. never ask for that. <laughs> never ask for it, but well, <laughs> no, that's right, why I'm, not? Uh, wait, 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 wait a minute. Okay, so we'll we'll do that. So go to chapter42.com and uh, and and share is uh, or, or like or yeah, uh, plus just plus page. plus it. I don't li likes are cool, but uh, yeah, plus it. Plus, that's plus what I want to see. Yeah, let's see what happens. Uh, and yes, he'll, and he'll report back on, on on whether or not it has helped him in in the search results. So we're off to Amsterdam this Thursday, right, Roy, to see if whether yes. or not we won uh, the uh, European Search Award for best blog where uh, we're hoping Good to deal. win so it will be fun and we'll report on that next week so uh, stay uh, with us and uh, we'll see you next week so bye bye